0: listen and learn active listening with t4 tactics welcome to active listening with t4 tactics i'm your host marco galbraith and i've got two vips in the uh, in the studio today i've got jason binder with patriot church and danny shelton with branch baptist church are you are you in Branch Baptist Church? Is that Brookneal? It's considered Gladys. Gladys, okay, okay. And you're uh, Bedford. I'm in Bedford. Off yeah. 43. Yeah, 43, yeah. Okay. Right, a rally for righteousness. That was June 4th, which was a couple Saturdays ago. Yes, great so. event, and you guys put it on. Yeah, great yeah. event. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so that
1: was something where I, I just said, Mark, I said we need something. We need an event here mm-hmm. in this community, right? Yeah. Lynchburg, the whole Lynchburg area, there's just so much passivity, apathy, people are very lazy, even the people of God, you know, COVID shut us down, we don't want to go back to church, Right. there's no discipleship in the family, the marriage doesn't look like the word of God says that the marriage should look like, so I just said, man, we need an event here in this area, and I contacted my brother in the Lord, my co-laborer, and I said, hey, do you want a partner to, to get something going, and he said yes, and you know, I think for us, every time that, that one of us has something, we always want the other one to be involved, and uh-huh. Danny didn't really need to think about it, it's like, yeah, it's, it's, if it's for the Lord, and, and we get to partner for this, for his kingdom, let's do it, so... uh we really wanted to have this thing, Marco, in the heart of the city, and I believe it was. Veronica. It was. Yeah. It was. I believe yeah. Veronica, when she was out there, she said that she believes Lynchburg is the heart of Virginia. So uh-huh. we were literally there in the heart of the heart of the state, Miller Park. Yeah, yeah. Miller Park, and uh, you know, we just wanted to make sure that regardless of you know what nationality, what color you are, what religion. That you could hear the word of God, that you could hear the gospel. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mentioned this to a few people, but the really cool thing was, is that you had to walk a decent distance to the restroom there and you had to pass the pool. Right. So I'm there. I, I ran to the restroom real quick before I had to speak and get back up there. And I think it was Travis Whit speaking. And I can have actually hear Travis yeah. when I was down by the restroom. So you nice. had literally everybody in that's the That's a good pool. distance. Yeah, Oh, Well, that's nice. Yeah. So even if you weren't there for the rally, yeah. you could hear the word of, of the Lord being preached the gospel. Great music. Prayer, gospel, yeah, yeah. worship music. So yeah, all around it was something that uh, we planned to stir up God's people for the sake of righteousness. And we had said before the rally, and I think it even cemented it more after the rally, that we want this thing to be an annual event. Yeah. You know, so yeah. we could see, you know, next year is going to be a second annual Rally for Righteousness. 7th, yeah, yeah, whatever the Lord wants to do. So yeah. we're already looking at how can we make this even better next year for the community
0: it was great it was we had and i was there we i, I spoke if you guys don't know but there was uh there was a delicious barbecue food truck oh, yeah, yeah i mean great it's music great. uh the, the other speakers were amazing uh amanda always hits it out of the ballpark uh i had to leave for a class i didn't get to hear bob good but uh the speakers were amazing uh danny you gave an amazing sermon and you spoke you. uh you spoke I, later i was after bob yeah, yeah. I, I missed yeah yeah uh, but yours was Danny yours was amazing i I like what you said my pet and I've been to a couple different churches in Florida and up here and my pet peeve is as me being an instructor I don't like when the pastor reads everything because I don't like I don't feel it's from the heart and you had touched on uh downloading sermons and and, and it should be the Holy Spirit oh, yeah. and I was like yeah I was amen amen and, and I really believe that that it's it's uh if I stand instructing and I read something, I don't think the students think, he doesn't know what he's talking about, mm-hmm. or it's not from the heart. I don't know what I'm talking about. So I see that, as being an instructor, I see that in, in pastors, and I like when they step away from the podium and talk. and, and So talk about what you were, your sermon.
2: Well, my biggest burden I've had here lately that the Lord's put on my heart is too many Christians are putting faith in man putting faith in government instead right. of putting faith in God absolutely and you know we it was a rally for righteousness and don't get me wrong I'm glad that all the people that were at the pool or walking in the park uh-huh. got to hear the gospel yeah and that's a great thing yeah but our main focus was calling God's people back to him yeah we need to start looking to him instead of looking to me
0: we do and we've got to have a powerful church and a, a powerful church body Amen. yeah because it's been torn down over the years and it's continued we just had a church shooting last night yeah, uh, I saw that. amazing 71 year old man goes in and starts shooting people but the churches are under attack God is yeah. under attack yes, uh, it is. I, I did a presentation last night in a church in uh, Brookdale and, and was talking about <coughs> there are people out there that hate what that church does it's the Baptist Church and they just they don't want anything to do with it because it's it's uh, it's not what what they want
2: well most christians they see all these televangelists on tv right and they tell them hey you come to god everything's going to be fine there won't be any troubles won't be Mm in trials and that's a complete lie yeah if you stand on the word of god if you take a stand for god Mm -hmm. you're going to have people come against you the world's going to come against yeah absolutely and so many people have been blindsided and i think because of what they've heard from these televangelists now they're afraid to stand up.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. The evangelists that say, you can be saved if you send me $12. Yeah. Yeah. they that, that, turn that into 1200 Oh, right? my goodness. <laughs> but, <laughs> and, and there's
1: such a component that's missing, Marco. You know, like what Danny's saying here. The church, we're afraid to get opposed, we're afraid to get ostracized, we're afraid of persecution. Right. right. Jesus says if the world hated me first, which it did, mm-hmm. the world is going to hate you. Mm-hmm. So by default, because I'm his follower, now the world should hate me. So whenever I put a post about against Pride Month this yeah, month, yeah. Right, those that stand for that and, and want to lift up that banner, right? They should hate me. Right. That's a natural response, right? Now, my intention is I want to be hated by everybody, but the truth hurts. So, those that oppose the truth are going to hurt the mm. truth, say or it's a good the way to truth look at out. it, yeah, yeah. So, now it's not that I go around and I just want to be this jerk for Jesus, as I've heard it called. You know, I want to be loving in my approach. So right. we speak the truth, we do it in love, and then we got to realize that anyone who desires to live a godly life will be persecuted. Right. And then Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount, He says that if you're if you're persecuted, if if you're uh, persecuted for the sake of righteousness, or, or if you're doing righteousness, you will be persecuted. Mm-hmm. So we don't realize is that you know what? If I want to be blessed, I need to be persecuted right so i'm gonna walk in righteousness right right i want your your uh, listeners to realize marco is that for us we're not talking about self-righteousness right because man is separated from god Mm -hmm. we're now when we're we're in the the body of of christ and we're his children now we're imputed with his righteousness Mm -hmm. so we get clothed with the righteousness of christ right so now the holy spirit empowers us to walk in righteousness you know we're not trying to, to um tell people to be self-righteous, right? We're telling them, look, God has equipped you. He's empowered you. He's given you this gift, and
2: now walk in it. Mm -hmm. Take the gift that he's given you.
0: Yep, absolutely. Yeah.
2: And what more Christians need to realize and understand, you know, in the New Testament, we're told, come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing. Uh Who do we need to come out from under? Right. We we need to come out from and be separate from the world. Right. You know, if you go all the way back to Genesis, in the very beginning there was separation. The Bible says that God separated the light from the darkness. Mm -hmm. So from the very beginning and all the way through the scriptures, there's God's calling for separation. Right. And too many Christians and too many churches today are buddy buddy with the world.
3: Oh,
0: they, yeah. they,
2: you know, the world wants the church to look like them, right? And the church is complying, and that's not what we're supposed to do, right? We're supposed to comply with God's word, yep. and separate ourselves and follow His word, His directions, His standards, and you know, in our day and time, we're not seeing that. No, and we're that's,
0: seeing people conform, <clears throat> and that's is it. Romans fourteen, Romans 12, two. 12, 2 Is uh, I have a shirt at home that says, "I will not conform." Yeah. And uh, and we're seeing that we're seeing we're we're seeing I I talked about it before but we're seeing I, I see a lot of churches forming to be more of a corporation mm-hmm. and and wanting to run it more like a business than what's right social club uh, social club that's right I, I got uh, I always I always respect a pastor I had a pastor uh, here locally and he would say. I'm probably going to lose my job for telling you this. Um, you're not going to want to hear it, but this is what the Lord needs you to know. This is what the Bible says and boom, he'd hit mm-hmm. us with it. And I always had respect for him because he's, he's saying, this is what, this is what God is telling me to tell you, you're not going to like it, but it's kind of yeah. like what, what your sermon was that, you know, that Saturday is better get right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but the more we push on and support the Lord, the more pressure we're going to get oh, pushback. back. Yes. We know, We all know very that. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah, what did I, I? walked over. you. I
2: said? Especially in these
1: days. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, look, just look at this month alone. I saw a picture of Christina Aguilera. Oh, that you. was disgusting. Did you see that? That with was the, disgusting. With the dildo. Yes. And um, yeah, it was disgusting. I mean, I I felt dirty just yeah, looking yeah.
0: at it. So for you, for everybody that didn't see that, Christina Aguilera uh, was in a Hulk, a Green Hulk outfit, with a uh, a strap on dildo attached to her, singing at a family. Friendly concert. Right. With so, kids and everything.
1: Yeah, and parents are taking their kids. Oh, to yeah. See this. Yeah. So, my yeah. point bring that up is that that side is not afraid. They're no. not shy. No. They're not being quiet. Mm-hmm. But, church, why are we quiet? Exactly. You know, and and that's the thing, like Danny's saying, we need to push back yes. against the darkness. Yes. The darkness isn't going to just disappear. Right. But when the light permeates, then the darkness flees. The Darkness right. has to go away.
0: What do you think causes that mindset? Because it's the same mindset with the GOP, with the Republican Party, is they t- not all of them, but they tend to just sit back and let things happen. There's things that that they should be jumping on. But why do you think people tend, but, tend to, is it they don't want to offend somebody?
2: Yeah, that's right. Because, you know, they don't, they're in the mindset today, they don't want to offend anybody. Yeah. And you got so many people in the world that know a little bit of scripture, right? And well, Jesus, you know, taught everybody to love. Why are you, you know, doing this? Why are you saying this? You've offended me, right? But they forget about the part where Jesus went into the to, into the temple, overturned the tables, and run them out with a whip. That's right. You know, and but so many people today are don't want to speak up. They don't want to take a stand because they're afraid they're going to offend somebody, right? You know. I say to, to all those Christians, and I say to the world, what are you going to do with the part in the Bible where Jesus called a woman a dog?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, those are his very words. Right, right. And uh, so, you know, was that offensive to her? Right. And you're going to say Jesus never offended anybody? Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah, and they say, well, Jesus wants you to love and be passive. Jesus, The Bible says if you don't have a sword, sell your cloak mm-hmm. and get a sword. I mean, there's there's times where we have to be aggressive.
2: I was thinking about preaching on that this Sunday for Father's Day. Yeah, you know, do you have the right to defend yourself? That's right, yes. a biblical right. That's, good that's
0: right, that's right. Yes. And I think we, I think, I think we owe it to the Lord to to stand up and say this is what we believe in, in, in uh, and stay firm in mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean,
1: Jesus used words like hypocrite. Yeah, he used words like whitewashed tomb. You know, these are not nice terms <laughs> yeah. to the world. Yeah. But they're truthful terms. Yeah. So if mm-hmm. someone's a hypocrite, hey. You're a hypocrite. Right. I'm sorry, right. but I, I would just uh, you know kind of go a little bit further with your question mark. I think when we look at the American culture that we live in, we have done such a disservice to the Lord in the way that we operate as a church. And I'll give you an example. Um, you know, you have these churches that are seeker sensitive. They give this altar call, they're not asking for repentance, and now we've created these false converts. Mm-hmm. So you have a lot of people in the church who aren't even saved, who aren't mm-hmm. born again, who don't have that new spirit. So we can't expect someone who has the old spirit, who's walking, not mightily in the spirit, but mightily, quote unquote, in the flesh, right. and and they're not going to care about righteousness. Right. So there's a small remnant, and that's who we're trying to wake up here.
0: Right my biggest thing is I want to be able to stand in front of the Lord on judgment day and he's going to ask me, what did you do? Mm -hmm. And I want to be able to say I was aggressive and is, is forthcoming and, and forward for what you wanted me to do than I could. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times that, that'll, that'll give me the strength, personal strength, not to back down in some of these social media fights and, and, uh, and what's, what's destroying the country right now. We've, We've destroyed the churches. We've destroyed the family. The family structure is completely gone.
2: Well, like I said at the rally um, when I was preaching, America has gotten what they've asked for. Absolutely. You know, Back in 1963, I believe it was, if I got the date right, Madeline Murray O'Hare, mm-hmm. one person brought, brought a case to the Supreme Court mm-hmm. to kick God and prayer out of school. Yep. Where was the churches? Right. Where was all the Christians standing up? Right. One person had God in prayer kicked out of school, and it started there, and look where we've come now.
0: hmm If the churches had been aggressive and fought, we wouldn't probably be having this conversation right now. We wouldn't be in the mess that we're in right now. No.
2: If the, And like I said during the rally, the church has failed miserably. hmm You know, God gave us one job, mm-hmm. and that's to go into all the world and preach the gospel. Right. And as I, as I asked the question on that Saturday, most churches don't even have a visitation program.
3: hmm
2: right. So how are we reaching people if we're, if we're not going out visiting? Right. And most people that fill a pew on Sunday mornings don't even invite anybody to come to church with them.
3: Correct, yeah.
2: And the church has failed. And, and once again, you know what happened down in Texas, what happened in New York mm-hmm. with them young people, if somebody would have gave those young men the gospel of Jesus Christ, right. and they got saved, right. none of this would have never happened.
0: Right. And that's a broad topic with a lot of subfolders, because with the gospel of Jesus Christ comes respect for other human beings. Mm-hmm. It comes from being a positive male role model. I mean, there's so many subfolders in that that would have kept those young boys from, from making an mm-hmm. attack like that and and that's what we're lacking is these these boys are angry and they're lost they're confused we tell them you know we tell them now in first grade that you can be a girl if you want to be a girl you can dress like a girl Mm -hmm. by the time they get to to attack age at 10th 11th 12th grade they're so angry Mm -hmm. that they don't know who they are they don't know any direction they lash out i truly believe that's what we're seeing now with, with the with the violent attacks the active shooters they're angry they're confused and they're lost they don't have they've never had the gospel
1: yeah and what we have right now today you know this society the fruit of it is a lack of strong biblical male leadership yes and you know I was looking at stats in preparation for Sunday for Father's Day and I believe it's 18.4 million children don't have a father in the home. Oh, we know wow. this. Yeah, I don't have to bore our, our listeners here yeah. with the statistics that yeah. it comes with. But we're seeing the fruit of that. Yeah. And and the men say, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to have my fun on a Saturday night and then I'm just going to, I'm not going to be responsible. Right. You know, and, and if we look at God's word, the way that God says to do everything for marriage, for sex, for raising children, I mean, you do it that way and that's the best way that you can possibly do it. Absolutely. Yeah. But we, we, we veered so far from that. And I just want to make another point, Marco, going back to the rally, you know, I think it was about half and half pastors and politicians. Uh And if you look at, and and, you know, people like yourself are leaders in the community. But those politicians that we had, what I love about them, because we didn't want to just say, hey, we want to have politicians to make this political. Right. But I guarantee, you, if you talk to Senator Chase, Congressman Good, Veronica, um, Councilman Helgeson, uh-huh. any of these people, they would say first and foremost, "I'm a disciple of Jesus Christ," yeah, you yeah. know, and, Amen. and that's why they're functioning and being su- successful in the role that they have. Right. And it doesn't matter, you know, if you do what you do, if you work at Kroger, wherever yep. you are, in, in the school system. Just say, you know what, I'm, I'm God's person, and I'm his representative wherever I'm at. Wherever right. I work, wherever I'm employed. Anybody can do it. Whatever I'm doing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's a good point, because some people say, well, I'm not this or I'm not that. I mean, all it takes is you to reach one person standing in the line at Kroger or at the gas pumps or whatever, and uh, and then and you've done the right thing, and then they reach one person, so on and so on. Um, so real quick about the rally. It was June 4th. Do you think you're going to do it again next June? Do you think June will be the month? Because I, I want people right now listening to this because doing things like the Rally for Righteousness is how we're going to fix this country. We've got to get people on board like we were talking about. So can people reach out to you guys and start saying, hey, my business wants to sponsor this sure. or I want to do this? How do they get a hold of you?
2: Um, well, first, I was thinking on the drive over here, mm-hmm. m- we keep it the first Saturday of June. Okay. Okay. That way, so we got a target it's a, it's a constant. date. constant. Right. And uh, you want to give your info first? Go for right. it. Uh, well, I'm Pastor Danny Shelton from Branch Baptist Church. Um, you can contact me uh, through call or text 540-319-8117. Um, be glad to talk to you. Yeah. Uh, and uh, give you any information you want.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you want to give your information? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. and and for Pastor Jason Bender, pastor of Patriot Church in Bedford, you can go on our website to learn more about us. We're a lot bigger than just our church, but we're patriotchurch.us, and I'd be more than happy for you to call me or text me as well, 954-AREA-CODE-702-2593, and you can also find me on Facebook or send us a message on our church page on Facebook.
0: Excellent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and this rally, um, it was very well planned, the location was great, food was delicious, that barbecue was delicious. It was. The music was outstanding, uh, it was amazing, but there needed to be more people there. Yes. Uh, when I was writing my speech, I'm thinking probably 200 people mm-hmm. would be in that park and it, it wasn't. It, it, was, it was disappointing um, and I think that's because people sit back and say, they'll do the rally for <coughs> righteousness and things will be okay. Just like I think they think the Lord is going to make everything okay, you know. Just and and I think that we have to we have to be there. Like what we're talking about, we got to be there and do something. We can't just sit back. So I'd like for businesses that are listening to contact you guys and let's get this started for next year. Start planning it and getting advertisement going and and let's coordinate it and get people there.
2: Yeah, you know, like you, I was thinking at least two hundred people. Yeah. And I think at one point I counted seventy or seventy five. Yeah, yeah. There, and it was a little disheartening. Mm-hmm. But um, one gentleman did walk up to me later in the afternoon, and he said, "I needed that." Yes. You know, you you been you told me what I've been needing right to hear for a long time, and nobody said it. And for me, that was worth
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and if we re- if we were able to reach one person that day, it's worth it. We right. saved one soul. Mm-hmm. That that putting that whole thing together for one person is worth it. Yeah, yeah. And
1: that person that you mentioned, Danny, you know, that could have been a father who maybe wasn't so in line with their parenting. Maybe their marriage wasn't great. Right. Maybe they weren't going. You know, I don't know who the person was. Yeah. But it could have just gotten that person back on track, back in their sanctification right. for the Lord. Yeah. And we had we each had some visitors the following day. Uh, from the park you know, yeah. I don't know if they were not going to church or were going to yeah. church but you know so it could have gotten people back in the church and you know look I, I can definitely relate to you guys because I thought it was going to be even bigger than a couple hundred people. Yeah, yeah. So I was it a little bit have disappointed at the, the amount of people. But yeah, several people throughout the day told me, you know what, Jason, if it impacts one person, yeah. then the Holy Spirit did his job. Because Absolutely. Because it's not, it's not me and Danny doing the work. It's not the speakers. It's right. Not the, it's the Holy Spirit <laughs> right. operating there at the park. Yeah. So, um, so we did see a lot more than one person yeah. being touched on that day. Yeah.
2: And let me add this real quick. And I know it's been a burden on Brother uh, Jason's heart um, we need to get the young people, yes, involved. Yes, you know, other than the little kids that were there with their parents, uh-huh. there were no teenagers, no, uh, you know, late teens, right. early twenties, college age, right? yeah, and they need to get involved. Yeah, they need to take a start, start taking a stand for the Lord.
0: gonna be one carrying the torch when we're too old or we're mm-hmm. gone. Yeah, it's yeah, same thing. I say that about the Second Amendment. I like to have kids in my uh, classes because we teach them firearm safety, responsible gun ownership, they're the ones that are gonna carry the torch when we're mm. gone to support the Second Amendment and and, uh, and that kind of stuff. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw it, there was a, a black gentleman, a homeless guy, sitting at the pavilion where we were mm. set up, and my buddy Walt, you met Walt, um, yeah. went over and bought him a sandwich and a water, and it, Walt went to hand it to him and his face just lit up. Just like, why you know, just couldn't understand why somebody's doing this. And I think that also, helps that guy see, you know, it's a it's a Christian event, it's a rally for righteousness, and somebody bought me a sandwich and a water. Somebody cared enough about me to walk up and say, here's a sandwich and water, and walk away. Don't even want anything from you. And so I, I think little things like that it made it all worthwhile. Yeah. Oh, yes. It's a great event. I'm looking forward to it next year, and I hope, I hope it is huge. Um, but I, I'd like to see local businesses and other people. Like you said, we got to get people there.
2: Well, we've been talking. We're going to try and start... Having a few fundraisers, yep. Uh, maybe you know, get a, some billboard advertising, right? Maybe get a couple, a uh, couple days on radio broadcast, right. to promote it. But we're going to try and uh, start raising funds now. You know, most of this came out of either Jason or mine's pocket or yeah. our churches, and we want to try and start fundraising so we can make it bigger and more elaborate.
0: Yeah, excellent.
2: And, Marco, you know, I would say this as well, and this was my heart
1: cry there. You know, what is it going to take to get God's people excited for the things of God? Right. You know, we had that documentary, 2,000 Mules, you know, yeah, were there excellent. at our church what three, four weeks ago. And, I mean, I think we exceeded our capacity for people. It was probably mm-hmm. about at least 100 people. Oh, absolutely. Or more 100. And, um, you know, so it, it's fun to do stuff like that. Obviously, it's informative. So I uh-huh. want to inform God's people about what's going on and, and speak truth to them. But at the same time, you know, to do this rally out there, you know, all day event. Yeah, it was it was hot outside. You know, we can have excuses. And I right. know some people said, oh, I was traveling that day or another guy called me in Bedford. He said, hey. Um, You know, I was busy on the farm that day. He actually called me and said, hey, next time you do it, I have a venue in Bedford that you can use. So that's how excited he was. Right. The next morning, I'm walking my dog while I'm getting ready for church. And he says, Jason, hey, I couldn't make it. But next time, if you want to do it in Bedford, I got a venue for you. Nice. You know, other people saying I was at a graduation. Yeah. So there were things going on. But at the end of the day, like we said, I mean, that should have been a packed house there because we've been promoting it, number one, for probably the last month, month and a half. And also, man, I mean, you know, I I know we're pastors, so we have the calling, Mm -hmm. but, uh, you know, we live for stuff like this. I mean, me and my family, we're constantly looking on our calendar. What's going on in the community? How can can I be a part of this? So there needs to be that conviction for people to say, look... Okay, I can go to the movies, I can have fun, I can go, you know, take my kids to the park and on the playground. But if there's a rally like this, I need to show up. Yeah, I need to yeah. bring my kids, my spouse, I need to invite my friends, whoever. We need to have the community right. there.
0: I looked at this rally as we're 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 doing something to save the country. Mm. And I think that's what other people should think too. Not only are we we're doing it to save souls, but we need people out there to hear this stuff because that's how we're going to turn the country back around yes the there's no pol like i said in my speech there's no politician there's no government order that's going to save this country it's the lord and the only way we're going to do it is a strong church strong christian and through prayer i i don't think i think we're at the past the point of no return on fixing the problems ourselves No. it's the lord's going to have to step in but we've got to show the lord that we're we're for him you know, sitting back and doing nothing is not working for us, not at all.
2: Something Pastor Jason just said uh, made me think of this verse. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 4 says, all sinful nation a people laden with iniquity, a seed of evildoers children that are corruptors they have forsaken the Lord they have provoked the Holy One of Israel unto anger, they are gone away backward. You know, <clears throat> As I mentioned with Madeline Murray O'Hare, but even before that, there was a generation that started drifting away from God. Mm-hmm. And with each generation, it's gotten further and further. And as a result, this is where we are today. Right. You know, we have kids that don't even know who God is, don't right. even know who Jesus is. Right. And that goes all the way back, you know, several generations to those parents. Mm hmm. And now we're reaping what they've sown. Right. Absolutely. And now it's time for the church to stand back up. Yep. Strong. Be, be the leader that it's supposed to be in the community. Right. And that's where we're seeing the big failure. The church hasn't been the leader that it should be in the community. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah, they need they need to get a, a backbone. We had a we do foster emergency foster care for, for a local agency here and we had a a, a young man, it's 10 years old and his brother was, um, um, homosexual and we're not allowed to ask, we're not allowed to make the kids go to church under the foster rules. So we don't ask them. We just say, get ready to go to church. You know, it's not an option. We're going to go. Um, and, and so we said, look, get ready to go to church. Oh, I don't want to go to church. They hate me there. And I said, why do they hate you there? Because my brother is, uh, is gay and they don't like that. They hate us. So we, we had to have a talk but that's that's the perception that mm-hmm. that we talked about pride. That's the perception that the pride's putting out is that that what you're doing is a wrong lifestyle and they hate you and and we had a hard time with that. We had to, we had to fix that problem.
2: Well, I've mentioned this from the pulpit several times here lately. The one thing that frustrates me and aggravates me mm-hmm. is you see it a lot down in Texas, Oklahoma. you'll see these church groups that go out to LGBT, events and everything and they hold signs and all you hear is them condemning them you're going to hell right you're an abomination now don't get me wrong that is the Word of God right it is an abomination in the, in the sight of the Lord right but if all you do is condemn you're right What good are you doing that's right don't get me wrong I have the right and the authority on the Word of God to point out sin yes but also we need to say hey even though it's wrong jesus loved you and he died for you that's right there is a way to get out of this lifestyle
0: yeah and tell them why it's wrong yes explain it to them not not just yell like you said not just yell and show signs that you're wrong and and you're going to hell that's that's not doing anybody that's not gonna win anybody no it's not sit them down and, and have a decent conversation on on this is this is what the bible is saying about that absolutely
1: and you know what guys you know Pastor Danny brought up Isaiah 1. I've been in Isaiah this week as well, looking mm-hmm. at chapter 6, 7, 8. If you look at chapter 6 in Isaiah, it's almost like this is what's going on in America. Right. You, know, you mm-hmm. just see this this a people who have gone astray. And in the middle there, in Isaiah 6, it talks about, and it, it says it several times in Isaiah, but it says... They say peace, peace when there is no peace. Mm-hmm. And right now, a lot of the pulpits, that's what's coming out. That's what's being transmitted from the pulpit right. is this message of peace. Mm-hmm. And you know, me and Danny, you know, we're we're kind of like these prophetic voices for today where God has given us this calling where we need to call it out. Mm-hmm. And if there's peace, amen. Right. But if there's not peace we would be a liar if we're telling our congregations that right now there's peace. Right. So we're going to give you a message that's relevant to the times, that's biblical, mm-hmm. and we're not going to tickle the ear. You know. Right. And that's the problem that we've seen in the American church society, American church culture, is that we've dumbed down a message, we've watered down the gospel of Jesus Christ, right. and we want to just tickle ears. Right. And now we see this is the product. Right. right. We don't have people getting excited for a rally of righteousness. Right. Why? Because the pulpit is just telling them, peace, peace. Yeah. So I don't need to show up for a rally right. of
0: righteousness. Right, right, right. And tickling the ear, if we don't tickle the ear, it could lead to people leaving the church, which which we lose offerings, tithing. You know, we're thinking like that. A lot of yeah. some churches think like that, and you can't. It's, yeah. it's, no, and I completely respect you guys for saying this is what the Bible says. There is no, there is, it's all black and white. There is no gray area in it. And uh, yeah, right on with that. Yeah. Absolutely. You
2: know, we live in a world today where there's, where they say, you know, there is no absolute
3: truth. Right.
2: Well, yeah. I know absolute truth because God gave it to me. Right. Right. And all we have to do is open his word and we can know the truth. Yeah. And, and what the is... problem is people refuse to hear the truth.
0: Yeah. Or they hear what they want to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I it's okay to do this because the, they, they start translating the Bible, changing the words. Don't do that. You know, a lot of people yeah.
2: today, I know we're in Pride Month, and a lot of people today will say, well, I was born this way. Yeah. Well, Jesus said you must be born again. Right, right. And Or there, a lot of people say, well, you know, you say you're a Christian and everything. Well, how come Jesus never spoke against homosexuality? Yeah. Well, go read Matthew chapter 5, Matthew chapter
0: 19.
2: Yeah. He, uh, when they come to him about marriage, he started giving them, you know, it's between a man and a woman. Right. He goes all the way back to Genesis chapter two. And he, he, he starts saying from the beginning, God is the one that instituted marriage. God is the one that designed marriage, not man. Right. This is the way it needs to be. Right. And, you know, today man wants to define what marriage should Mm be. Well, that's something that was ordained by God. He's the one that defined it. And, we need to go by.
0: Right. Absolutely. But it but there are people that will get angry at what you just said. Mm-hmm. Just angry, angry because that's what they want to do. Yeah, we can look at Paul's epistles and he
1: just straight up says homosexuals amongst other sinners mm-hmm. will not inherit and see the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's right there. It's blatant. It's in our face. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, go let's go back to I was born this way. I mean, say you murder someone <coughs> and right. you say I was born this way. That doesn't justify it right but when you know and I think it's funny because when they say I was born this way to me that just validates original sin right Mm -hmm. you know God didn't create you that way but because you were brought into this world in a sin nature right we, you have tendencies. Yeah. I don't have homosexual tendencies, but some people do. I yeah. have other sinful tendencies. Yeah. And I've needed to repent to God and say, God, mm-hmm. forgive me yeah. because I fall under your standard of righteousness, your standard right. of glory. And I need to put my faith in Jesus Christ and yeah. the finished work that he's done on the cross.
3: Yeah.
0: And we're not talking above anybody in this in this podcast. And, and I know you guys are... are uh, <laughs> Good old country boys and Second Amendment loving, and and uh, you're you're. I've been to both your churches, and they're absolutely amazing. What if somebody is listening right now who is in that LGBTQ um, community or mindset? What if they want to talk to you? Reach be out. Be more glad. Yeah. What if they What if they want to say, I want to sit down. I want to hear more of what you're saying because maybe my ways are sinful, and maybe I want to hear something about about possibly how to change. You, well, you, well you, let me just say this: I'm I'm not a
1: country boy. Right. <laughs> I was born in New Jersey, and then I'm from South Florida. So oh, I've been oh here. I, I forgot Jersey. Yeah. Get out of here! Right, right. <laughs> You're out of here. <laughs> so I've been on, I've only been here for about three and a half years, but I love it here in Virginia. Yeah, So, yeah. You know, maybe maybe I'll, I'll grow in my countryness, but I'm definitely not a country boy. But yeah. What I would say to your question, Marco, is you know even when I put a post on Facebook, right, and I get backlash for my stance, whether it's yeah. about my opposition to Pride Month or even just taking a stance in truth, I get excited when someone who doesn't agree with my message comments. Absolutely. Because I, I think what what we lack in today's society is we don't want to have conversations with those who don't agree with our message. See here, you know, we're three men in the room. Exactly. We probably agree with mostly everything. Yeah. You know, with the exception of maybe some smaller things. But, you know, so it, it's comfortable. This right. is a quote unquote safe space yeah, for yeah. us. But then we don't want to have a dialogue with other people. I, I welcome that. I mean, yeah. one, one of my good friends before I got saved at a job that I had, um, he probably classify himself as an agnostic. Now, yeah. you know, a, am I going to yoke with him in a, a business partnership or something? Probably not. However, you know, we talk probably every few weeks and I have an opportunity to tell him about God. I mean, theology, I don't have to bring it up. He asked me about God, about theology, about my worldview, and there's an opportunity there to continue to plant seeds and (coughs) water seeds. So to anybody, you know, whether you're homosexual, transgender, gender confusion whatever you are I mean me and Danny we would be happy to have a conversation yeah. with
0: you. and that's why I say that because I know you guys well enough to where I don't want people to think that we're down talking anybody no. here that we are open to talk to anybody and um, Jason I think one day you're going to come out as a country boy it's okay <laughs> yeah, well, Maybe it's I will okay come out of we, that. Need, we need to work on that that might be
1: one co- one closet I might come out of. <laughs> <laughs> you can come out as a country boy it's okay yeah. but Marco let me just say this because you're saying we're not speaking down to anybody but Yeah, are very correct you know Me, Danny, you, Mark. I mean, all of us need Jesus Christ. Absolutely. We need God's grace. Daily. Daily. Yeah, amen. We need his mercy. We need his love. I mean, you know, Paul said, I'm nothing, right? Yeah. So so we're we're nothing. We're just servants to the king. Right. Before we came to him, we were a mess. We're still a mess. We're still trying to figure this out. Yeah. But, you know, we have redemption. We have newness of life. We have resurrection power. Yeah. And, you know, we know where we're going to be. Uh, when it's all said and done. And yeah. we want to make sure that those listening, whether they agree with the message or not, that they at least have an opportunity to say, wow, you know what? I didn't realize that I was a sinner. I didn't yeah. realize what I was doing was wrong. Right. And there's a God in this universe that loves me. Right. And his presence is everywhere. And he invites me into his kingdom yep. to say, wow, I can be a child of God. If Amen. I that.
0: Mm-hmm. Amen. Good. Um, so people can start putting on their calendar tentatively in pencil uh, first Saturday in June. Yes, sir. Business owners can reach out to me. They can. You guys gave your contact information. They can rewind and listen to it. They can reach out to me, and I'll get them in touch with you guys. But we need to. This this next year's rally needs to be huge. Yeah. Yes. And we need to start planning it now. And and I'm asking for you know community support. I got people that listen to this, not just in Lynchburg but all over the place. But uh, if you're interested in this this next year righteous for rally, uh, yeah, rally for righteousness, then. Yeah, reach out now.
1: Yes, and I would say also, Marco. You know, if anyone has any ideas for speakers, you know, we yes. probably have a different speaker lineup. Right. You know, anybody you know has venue ideas. Anybody wants to give an offering? Yeah. You know, because, yeah. like Danny said, the more funds that we have, the bigger we can make. Right. Those. And I believe it's just going to continue to grow, and multiply every year that we do this. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited already for next year.
0: It okay. will. It will. And I and and it's looking at it how it was organized with everything it was great it was a great event and and being the first event it's going to be a little bit you know not as not as packed but i think i really think as it grows or, or as time goes by i think it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger because it was a great time it was fun oh, yes, I, I, I needed enjoyed it. i needed to leave uh an hour before i left and i had a class and i need to go i need to go i was like i want to hear this person speak i want to hear this <laughs> song and i couldn't leave and then finally i needed to, to get out of there uh but uh, but yeah i, I enjoyed it. it was fun
1: yeah, and, and let me just say this. I know we're, we're probably getting close to our time. But, uh, you know, and I mentioned this during my uh, sermon, if you yep. will, during the rally. You know, we could have called it any other name, right? We could have mm-hmm. said Black Lives Matter. Or right. You know, and we probably would have drawn a bigger crowd. Right. You know, to to a nominal Christian, rally for righteousness isn't uh-huh. going to be very attractive. So we're really looking for that person who says, "Man, I'm a disciple of Jesus Christ. I yeah. going to pick up my cross every day, follow Him, <laughs> deny myself." And then we're looking for the person who, you know, maybe they're they're a little. I don't know what the word is. Maybe they're. Um, just not excited about church because right. you know there's no excitement in their church. Maybe right. the spirit of God isn't there. Maybe the the Pope is not a flame. Right. So you know we're trying to draw those people and say, look, you know what? The church experience, man. You got to be there every week. Yeah. You know, in the body of, of God, you got to be with God's people because yeah. they need you. They, yeah. need, you know, if the if if church is a body. What happens when the pinky's missing? Right, the knee's missing. You know, right. there, there's a void there. So we need to draw everybody together. And and let me just say this, you know, we, me and my wife had put together that trunk train mm-hmm. right several years ago. And the first one that we, or actually the second one that we did, from what I hear, I mean, I couldn't even see the, all the people there, but I believe there was about a thousand people there. Nice. So. You know, a lot of times, and you even see politicians do this, where they piggyback off of Trump or they mm-hmm. piggyback off of something. What I would say for us is, we're not going to give you bells and whistles for this. Right. You know, we're going to have good bands, good speaking, right. good food, but you know, we're not going to dumb down our message. No. Mm-hmm. Or, or we're not going to veer away from truth just to draw a crowd. Right. I mean, when Jesus preached, people left. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know, so that that's kind of for me and Danny, that's what we're going for. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's good. That's, that's a good outlook to have is if we're just going to put out the truth there and we're going to, we're, we're, we're we need strength in numbers. There is strength in numbers. Yeah. And then and you let the need. chips fall where they may. That's right. That's right. What well, was a great event? I'm looking forward to next year. Anything else you guys want to add? No. Other than my chairs, not second amendment friendly. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my studio chairs are not second amendment friendly. If you guys know what we're talking about. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again. You want to give your, your church, give your church, give your name and church name one more time.
1: Yeah, Sure. Pastor Jason Bender, Patriot Church, we're in Bedford, and the website is PatriotChurch.us.
2: Uh, Pastor Danny Shelton, Branch Baptist Church in Gladys, Virginia. Um, you can check us out on Facebook, and uh, hope to see you in church.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you guys for your time. It's been a, it's been a good podcast. Yeah, yeah God, absolutely. And uh, And we'll talk to you guys soon. Remember, reduce injuries and save lives, everyone. Take care.